This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, Thor. Hi. <laughs> and Bert, I think Bert's very sexy. I'm obviously very attracted to Bert. But that, like, primal, like, that is Thor. Yeah, bring the hammer. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you tonight. Good morning, it's bright and early here on another episode of First Date with me as your host, Lauren Compton. I'm really excited today. I have a very special guest. Uh, She's the host of Wife of the Party, which is appropriately titled because she is married to comedian Bert Kreischer. She's also the co-founder of Birdie Boy Productions, Leanne Kreischer. Yay! Yay! Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad you're in town. Yep. I get you. Yep. I have specific questions for you. Bring it on, baby. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show. I love your show. Thank you. I think it's awesome. Thank you. I think you. you're just adorable and <laughs> and sexy and fun and funny and sharp, and I just love it. Thank so you. thank you. Well, I feel like <laughs> this is going to be such a fun episode. I have appetizer questions for you. Okay. There's, I have some new questions. And I also, at the very end, I have a bit of a tasting menu, which mm. will be kind of like a rapid fire, like 60 second one word answers as fast as you can. And we're going to try to get through all the questions. Nice. In a fast way. So that's new. But we'll start off with my appetizer questions. Have you ever had to pay on a first date? I don't think so, no. I don't I love remember. that. No, I don't remember ever paying on a first date, no. That means you've at least had like a good, a good, uh, what would Dr. Drew call it? Like a good... Barometer? Picker. Barometer. Yeah. A good picker. Yes. That's great. Let's say you see a hot guy across the bar and y'all make eye contact. Do you need him to come make the first move or are you willing to make the first move? I'm assuming you mean before I got married. Yeah, of course. So yeah. Well, I asked Bird out, so that should answer that question. Yeah, I have no problem <laughs> approaching a guy ever. No. How did you and Bert meet? We met um, bowling. So we had mutual friends who had a bowling night, and we were on the singles team together. I knew his roommate really well, uh, so I said to his roommate, hey, give him my number after we were bowling. We had so much fun. I'm not really into dating a comic, but we had so much fun. We'll, we'll have, like, Two dates, and then we'll be friends forever. Yeah. And then he never called me. What? Yeah, right? <laughs> so I called his roommate like five or six days later and went, what the heck? Why didn't he call me? And yeah. he goes, well, ask him yourself and handed Bert the phone. And I was like, what the heck? I'm a cute girl. We had so much fun. Why didn't you call me? And he was like, he just kind of stammered and stuttered. And I was like, dude, if you ask me out, I'll say yes. <laughs> and he goes, because I thought maybe he was scared of uh-huh. women in general, romantically. <laughs> so um, he asked me out. I said yes, hung up the phone, and he goes, she just wants me for my body. So he shows up, <laughs> all right? So he did. He paid for the first date, but this is the only time this happened. 
He pulled up in front of my apartment building and blew the horn for me to come outside. Oh, my goodness. And I was dressed in a dress and heels, and I was I was going on a date. And this man's outside honking for mom, you mom, to in his come truck. Out. Yep. So I go outside and go, okay, if that's how we're going to start, let's see how this ends. <laughs> so I got in the car, and he apparently, as soon as I walked out the door of my apartment building, realized I was not a booty call, that I was really a date. Yeah. And had a panic attack. Could no longer tolerate his shoes. Did not eat a bite at dinner. Uh was like stammery, stuttery, nervous wreck, sweating profusely. Wow. And I was like, he is terrified. <laughs> he is terrified of like a real woman. You yeah. Know? I was 32 at that point. So, uh, yeah, the date. And then I couldn't get rid of him. Like I couldn't. He was like, let's go get another drink. Okay, how about we go get another drink? Okay, how about we go get a six pack at Ralph's? How about we? And I was like, <laughs> it's 2 a.m., dude. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have a nice day yeah and then he called me nine o'clock the next day you want to go out nine o'clock the next day you want to go out nine o'clock he did that for forever he never left never left <laughs> yeah well he i mean obviously you're dating a party boy mm -hmm. or at least he was like the biggest party boy ever yeah so you must have some of that in you do you feel like he brought that out in you no i think we were a match made in heaven yeah yes i won the fsu um belch contest I didn't go to FSU, but my sorority had like a, a big conference at FSU, uh -huh. and there was a belch contest co-ed, and I won. My dad kept the certificate on the wall for years. Um, <laughs> I was a real big partier in my sorority, um, so I was very involved in my sorority. I don't think I would have dated Bert in college. I think he would have been too much. Yeah. But by the time I met him, that had calmed down a little bit for him. Right. And it had calmed down a lot for me, so... But yeah, I have no problem. Last night we were at the bar doing shots and people kept leaving me out. And I'm like, why are you leaving me out? <laughs> I, I, I'm not dead. I'm just 50 fucking three, right? Can I? Oh, sorry. I'm just 53. <laughs> like, don't leave me out. I want one too. Come on. So I don't think anybody really knows that about me. Yeah. But that's fine. I don't care. Oh, I love that though. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like your secret weapon. It is a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can hang with the boys. You're fun as hell. I am fun as hell. What do you think, it, what set Bert apart from all the rest of the guys? Like what made you really want to date him? That's a really good question because about two weeks in, I just went, huh, this might be what I'm looking for. And what I, what, I don't know what it was maybe about him, but the way I felt when I was with him is that I could completely be myself. Now, I'm from a real small town. That's really redneck. And when you date guys in L.A., they don't understand that. Like, there's a lot about your family culture that, on the surface, looks not great. Right. But but really, when you sit and talk to somebody, you go, oh, well, they're just a regular person, just like anybody else. I didn't have to explain that to Bert. So I didn't have to explain a lot of myself to Bert. He just kind of got me right away. So I think that was probably the first thing that I went, oh, okay, I don't really have to put on airs, so to speak. To, right. To, I just can really completely be myself. You guys had really good chemistry, it sounds like. Yeah, we did, right, right from the beginning. Um, yeah, and I understood him right from the beginning, too. So, so, yeah, I think that was it. What was your least, what is your least favorite trait? Oh, my God. <laughs> we only have half hour, right? <laughs> That's not long enough. <laughs> um, least favorite. 
Well, um, I have like a physical, like a like an action least favorite trait. He's super slobby. Like, I mean, like, gross. I mean, like, frat boy, like, I stick stuff under the table. You should look in your coffee table in the lobby, just saying. He stuck some stuff under shit. There's flossers all over the floor. Boy can't put anything in a hamper and has no interest in helping me out with it. He doesn't connect to him that if he leaves it in the floor. We don't have a housekeeper. Like, if he leaves it in the floor, somebody's going to pick it up, and that's me. Yeah. And he just doesn't put two and two together that he's inconveniencing me by just being himself. And I've even said to him before, I've been like, you know how this affects me? And he'll go, hold on, hold on. You're trying to change who I am. (laughs) I don't think there's any changing him now. There's not. I'm like, well, the ship sailed a long time ago. And I was like, well, I guess I'm picking up laundry all my life. Um, There's that. And then when he gets really upset, he can't hear, see, think about, feel hold anybody else's experience but his own so that's really not my favorite because sometimes I go I'm having an experience here also right and and it may not be uh as intense as yours but it's still happening yeah so I I, I'd like to be heard I always have to wait I have to wait until he calms down and sometimes that's like the next day and then I can go okay here's what was going on for me It's so interesting in relationships because it sounds like you know him better than he probably knows himself. That is correct. You are correct. Yes. And that's kind of like wild. It's it obviously means you're a really good listener and you like observe that and you take it in, which you kind of have to like teach yourself to work around because you're like, all right, well, if I want to be heard, I have to sit here and let you finish your thing. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Um, I don't know how it is in other relationships, but I don't think that's abnormal. I think one person is always a better listener than the other. Mm-hmm. One person is more reactive. One person's more patient. Um, if everybody were exactly the same reactivity, you wouldn't be able to stay together, I don't think. Yeah. Someone, there's got to be some give and take. Um, and I definitely, I'm okay with that. But sometimes in the middle of it, I'm like, oh dude yeah what i say to myself what are you doing like stand and sometimes i'll just dig my heels in and fight with him right and go all right here we go (laughs) you're gonna hear me tonight boxing gloves on tonight's the night we're ripping it apart ready here we go (laughs) because i have no problem fighting with him but sometimes uh, you have to decide what's the goal right Mm -hmm. is the goal to be heard or is the goal to get a resolution right sometimes it's to be heard so, and those are the times when we fight. <laughs> well, what's your guilty pleasure when you're alone? What do you like to do? Oh, my God. I'm never alone. I feel like, what do I like to do when I'm alone? I like to read. So boring. But I love to read. Well, that's really a time to be with yourself, though. Yeah, I love and to read. whatever you want to do when you're alone, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of it, right? Like, you can do whatever the heck you want. Yeah, totally. What do you like to read? I like to read everything. Oh, I, that's not true. I don't like sci-fi I don't like fantasy, but I like self-help books. I like memoirs. I like novels. I like, I've been reading a lot of classics lately. Like I'm reading uh, Great Expectations right now, which I'd never read. Because I went to a really rural high school and they were like, here's one classic novel. And now here's a a manual for a tractor. Have a nice day. (laughs) So I didn't really read a lot of like things that most people read in high school. I didn't really read. So I've started doing that as an adult. Well, you're a writer, too. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Do you still write a lot? So funny you ask that. Um, I wrote a lot in the pandemic. I had written for a long time before I met Bert. And then when we got pregnant, I couldn't 
be a mom and write at the same time. It just made me really frustrated because I couldn't focus on it the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So I just stopped. I was like, I'd rather, I'm not going to take it out on my kids because I can't find a two-hour block to sit down and write something. That's not fair. So when they're old enough, I'll go back to it. So as I got older, I just had a hard time kind of starting. And then I took a UCLA extension class in the pandemic because it was on Zoom and started writing again. And so I've started, I have an outline for a book. So I've started kind of the process of writing a book, but I haven't actually, I've just started the outlining process of like, here's what I think the chapter should be. And here's what I should talk about in those chapters. And then, then I can sit down and kind of bang it out. Well, that sounds but fun. It'll be fun. That's I'll, cool. I'll enjoy that while I'm alone. Do you have a celebrity crush? Uh, Thor. Hi. <laughs> Hi, like, Thor. Like uh, Chris Hemsworth? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like all of him, yeah. Every bit of him, yeah. Thor and every bit of him, yeah. Do you think that there is a... Uh, I mean, he's so buff. Is it the accent? I don't know. I'll tell you this. Before Bert, I dated tall, blonde, very fit, really... Thor types. Extremely handsome guys <laughs> that were not so entertaining. But damn, they were nice to look at, let me tell you. And Bert, I think Bert's very sexy. I'm obviously very attracted to Bert. But that like base, like primal, like that is Thor. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Bring the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a terrible first kiss? And yes. <laughs> you, did you act like you liked it, though, to avoid hurting their feelings? I did. Yeah. God, why do we do that? You know, it's so, you know, I'll tell you why. This is why I do it. Men are so vulnerable and they're so um, fragile. And we think <laughs> that they're these big, like, like massive, strong. They're, they're so emotionally fragile. They just look like Thor. 100%. I believe if <laughs> Thor kissed somebody and, and she thought it was bad, it would tear him apart. Right? I really think that. So it was to, you know, it's just easier to pretend like it was really great and then just like disconnect than yeah. deal with the fall apart in the mom. I'm not dealing with that shit. No. <laughs> you don't need a cry baby. No, pass. <laughs> no. Um, if you were on death row and mm. you had to pick a last meal, mm -hmm. what would it be? Cheeseburger. Do you know from where like five guys in and out? Do we have a favorite uh, cheeseburger? Probably in and out double double animal style. How base is that? But that's probably what it would be, actually. Sounds like California really has a hold on you. That burger does. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about some main course questions? <laughs> what? Ooh, this is a really good one that I want to know. Um, what was Bert's bachelor pad like? Oh, it was. Oh, God. <laughs> Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think of your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. I personally love to travel and every time I go somewhere, I like to learn a couple key phrases that I feel are really important to help me connect with the culture and the community and Babbel has been awesome in helping me do that. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. 
Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash first date. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash first date, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash first date. Rules and restrictions may apply. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many subscriptions I had and all the money I was wasting. Thankfully, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something that I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on a phone again with customer service, and that is the best part to me. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped its members save an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash date. That's rocketmoney.com slash date. Rocketmoney.com slash date. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was so bad. It was so bad in that it was filthy. Like it was, they had someone to clean for them. He he lived with another guy, Lorenzo, and they were just gross. Yeah. There was like hair everywhere, flossers. Lorenzo used to floss his teeth while watching TV and then shove the used dental club floss in the cushions of the couch. And when I caught him doing that, I said, why do you do that? And he goes, because I need to use it later. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no one reuses dental floss. It's A, ineffective second time around, and B, disgusting, because it's already got stuff all over it. <laughs> Always dishes in the sink. I don't know how they didn't have, like, varmints. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I would, like, t- I never took my shoes off there. No, never, <laughs> never. Would never take my shoes off there. No. It was gross. Have How has it been seeing uh, him upgrade, like, parallel with your relationship? I'm not sure I understand your question. What do you mean? Like the more popular that he has gotten, mm-hmm. how has that affected your relationship? That's really funny you say that. Um, so I've talked about this a lot, but this is really kind of an answer to that question. So sorry if someone's already heard this story, but last March I was on a girl's trip and um, 
he and I are always great with our relationship. We've never had any problems. There's no, you know, he's very white picket fence, meat and potatoes. In, honk and honk outside. Totally. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not me. Yeah, that's something else. That's redneck boy. But he's he's always been very solid in our relationship. I've never worried about him, you know, cheating or flandering. It's just he's so scared of women and he's so scared of disease that those two things alone rule it out. So his OCD would never never allow him. He would just as soon as he did that, he would come home and go, "I just cheated on you." He just can't do it. Yeah. So I've never worried about that, and we've always had a good relationship. But I was. On a trip with a girlfriend, and she said, you know, when we had kids, my, her, she and her husband together like 30 years, I don't know, we never stopped dating each other. And that's different than a date. Dating each other is totally different. And I went, huh, I definitely stopped dating Bert. Like, we go on date nights, and we have dinner and whatever, but that pursuit of the other when dating, and that like, I'm going to get really dressed up, I'm going to plan, I'm going to buy tickets to a concert, I'm going to plan, and we're going to do this before, and we're doing this after, and it's a whole date. We had not done in years. We just kind of phoned it in. We showed up, but we were like, let's put our sweats on and go get tacos. And dating Bert has been the most fabulous thing ever. That's awesome. It's been, fuck. can I curse? Yeah. It's been fucking <laughs> insane. It has like, it was no, nothing was wrong before this minor shift happened. Ever since that shift, it is the best thing ever. You know, we're about to be empty nesters and we're like, can't keep our hands off each other all of a sudden again. We're like having sex in the car, which we haven't <laughs> done since before we had kids. We're like all these, I'm calling him and just saying like, hey, how about you get a hotel room and we just do, I mean, he, we're at home. Yeah. But I'm like, it's just so much fun. So I don't know if that has anything to do with his popularity, but I think what was happening is I was feeling like, um, he was so busy, I couldn't get him. And I couldn't get him just simply because of his schedule. So I think the dating part made me shift my mindset. So Because when he was so busy, when he was home, we were like, well, the priority is our kids. You need to hang out with our kids before you hang out with me and you. Mm -hmm. And that shift, when he was so busy, I was like, oh, no, 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 actually, we need me and you and the kids will be fine. Like, they don't give a shit that we went to a hotel room. They're in their rooms, like, on their phones with their friends. Yeah. So that happened when his popularity was really at its height last year. We were really super intense. So I don't know if that really answered your question, but that's what came to mind when you well, said Well, I it. think that's, like, the best outcome ever. Like, things spiced up and lit up and got even better than things were. I mean, that's, like, the ultimate outcome. I think so. I think... It's easy. I mean, we've been together 22 years. So at a certain point, you do kind of get in like rote behavior. We just kind of, yep, let's go get the same taco restaurant. Get the same. Every time you come home, they want the same tacos. Yeah, you can definitely get stuck in a little bit of like yeah. a cycle or routine. Yeah. And it's good to break those things. Totally. And to break it in a way where we didn't break it, we freaking like destroyed it. Yeah. It was really cool. Well, I know, um, I've learned a lot about what you love about him. What do you think, I mean, I can tell that you're awesome, but what do you think it is that Bert found and fell in love with about you? What do you think drew him in? Um, my boobs. <laughs> I think that was the beginning. 
He really is always like my boobs. You know, it's always a great start. You know, so it's a good place to start. And men are so visual. So, and I've always had really good boobs. No, I think that's part of it. I, think, I love you. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you know, sex is real. People act like it's not real. But sex is fucking fantastic when you find the person you love, even before that. So... Yeah, it, I think it for him, it started with like, she's got nice fucking boobs <laughs> and she's pretty. And then I think it grew into, I'm, I've never cheated on anybody who's been cheated on by everybody. I've never, I, I, what you see is what you get. I do not have agendas. I don't know how to function like that. Like I am so very direct that I've been told my directness is like unsafe for people. <laughs> but I'm sorry. That's just how I am. I try to be sensitive but I don't like, I don't mince words. And I was really honest with him about his comedy. So the first time he took me to see a show, I was like, I, it was great. Everybody was laughing, but you're so much smarter than that. I don't know why you're talking about going to Disneyland on acid. You're way smarter than that. So maybe start thinking about other things. I mean, keep that. Don't get rid of it. But what can you add to it that's a bit smarter? And I don't think anybody had ever talked to him like that before. And that's because I was a writer that's what I saw. I was like, he's really selling himself short by talking about these frat boy stories. There's so much more than he's fucking 30. The frat was a long time ago. So what are you doing? And I think we've always had that relationship where he, we've, I've always watched it. I went last yesterday and I was like, oh my God, this chunk of your standup was amazing. And I got the club to send me the audio. I was like, you need to start flushing that out. So I think that kind of, um, kindred spirit in really liking writing yeah was a big part of it too so i don't write stand-up i've never written a joke of his or anything like that but i do have an eye for what to pursue like you should yeah. go that way well it sounds like you give really good honest feedback i do and you're also like a powerhouse of support I am a powerhouse of support. Which I am is, pretty rock solid. That's, I think that in a relationship, that's so important to have in a partner mm -hmm. because you don't, the, the whole point of having a relationship with someone is that you want someone to go through life with, like you want a partner. That's right. So having that support is awesome. And I feel like that's probably like a very attractive trait. I think it was. I think once he figured out that I really, I think the trust thing was a really big thing too. So that he felt like he could completely trust me. Um, because I think every girlfriend he ever had really let him down. Yeah. And that's why he never asked me out because he was super scared of women. I didn't know that, but, I, you know, obviously he told me that later. Yeah. So that trusting, that trust is the beginning of trusting me with saying, hey, what about this with stand-up? And trusting me about, hey, what about this with parenting? Right. Hey, and, you know, as soon as I showed up, he handed me all money issues entirely. He doesn't want to know anything about money. And I had been running my own money, you know, which I didn't have much. But, I mean, he that boy couldn't even write a check. He couldn't do anything. So, Let alone clean his dishes. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Do you think when you go on a date, like, physical appearance is so important? But is it cheating if you wear Spanx? No. No, it's not cheating. Absolutely not. No. Why would that be cheating? I don't know. Because it's kind of like makeup. When you take your makeup off, you can look like a totally different person. Well, what happens if a guy thinks like, oh, she's like a 27-inch waist, and then you take your Spanx off, you're like, we're lying about your waistline. Well, then you may need to reevaluate that fella. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Because, uh, 
Yeah, spanks are necessary in life to make you feel good about you, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least for me, I put spanks on and I go, that's what I'm talking about right there. And then if I take them off, I go, yeah, I'm not going out in public like that. No way. So, I, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with spanks. I think they're also comfortable. Very comfortable. It's like a hug. It's amazing. All the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really like them. Yeah, I'm with you. I do too. Um, let's, before you met Bert, uh, go back to like a hypothetical dating situation. Okay. Let's say when you were dating other men mm-hmm. and you thought you really liked him, what was like the number one thing that they would do that would ruin it? Ooh, that would ruin it. Not call for days. You yeah. know, guys play the, play the game. game. I can't play a game. I mean, a day or, or so, okay, but like a week later and they're not, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't do that. No. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Um, how do you feel in general about talking to your exes? Um, uh, Fine. I don't have any bad exes. I didn't have any like, this guy, terrible guy. I dated really good guys. I got really bored really fast. <laughs> so my dad told me when I was very young, probably... 20 he was like you're not going to marry a regular person and you're not going to get married till you're 30 because you just get so bored so fast he's not going to be normal he's going to be like a professional athlete or something like some high achieving high thinking high like brain person and uh he was right i just got so bored there was no bad guy in my past well there was one bad guy but he was in high school and Mm -hmm. after that bad guy was like yeah i'm not doing that anymore I kind of, I'm good at learning lessons, I think. That's great. Yeah, I think I'm, I figured out how to learn from mistakes really quick. It's, I don't know how I learned it, but I did. I'm lucky. Yeah, you are. Um, well, your dad was right. You married a rock star. I did, sort of. Um, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to ask you some questions from a new part of our menu called the tasting menu. Oh, boy. So this is a rapid fire Oh God! Uh, question. You can give one word answers, and we're gonna try to do it as fast as we can. Okay. So you have to think off the top of your head. First okay. thing comes to mind. Okay. Caveat: I am in menopause, and that does slow <laughs> your brain down. So just saying, <laughs> I may go. No one's gonna judge you. Okay. All right. Ready? Favorite cocktail. Cosmo. Shower or bath? Shower. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite flowers. Favorite flowers. Roses. What color? Peach. Thong or granny panties? Granny. <laughs> Morning bird or night owl? Uh, night owl. Favorite position? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Lately? Lately. <laughs> From behind? <laughs> Lights on or off? Mm, in between? <laughs> Dimmable. I like Dimmable, that. Dimmable, yep. Botox or wrinkles? Wrinkles. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Cats or dogs? Meow. <laughs> bird or Tom? Bert. <laughs> Hair up or down? Uh, depends. Usually down. Sometimes up. Depends. Wine or champagne? Champagne. Cotton or silk? Cotton. Favorite car? Porsche. Favorite cologne? Don't know. <laughs> Introvert or extrovert? Both. Sweet or savory? Both. Karaoke or dancing? Carry. Oh, no, that's hard. Both. I'm both. I'm both. I'm both. <laughs> Goldfish or Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its. If you had a one-night stand, his place or yours? Well, his, because Bert would figure it out if mine. <laughs> it has to be his. Duh. 
<laughs> that was awesome. Um, so my last question for you is the dessert question. I think it's the best question that everybody wants to know. Okay. And I'm sure it's a fun story. How did Bert propose to you? Uh, that's so funny. Uh, that's It's very sweet and very simple. So we, f we found out we were pregnant. I was on the pill. We'd been dating a little over a year. We knew we were kind of going that direction, but um, obviously it was a little faster than we thought. I didn't know it, but he had bought my ring two months before we found out I was pregnant. And he, for some reason, thought I knew that. I didn't. I had no idea. We used to wake up every morning, and before we got out of bed, we would face-to-face -face connect and talk to each other, and it was very sweet. It was very lovely. And one day, he pulled a ring box out from the pillow, and I opened it, and it had a Tootsie Roll in it, and it said, Sucker. And I was like, what are you doing? Why did you do that? And he was like, because I know you know that I have a ring. And I know that you know that I'm going to do this. And I know that you know. And I was like, I actually did not know that. <laughs> and he goes, you didn't? And I went, no, I, I did not know that. And he was like, you didn't? I said, no, I had no idea you had a ring. But now I do. He didn't have the ring with him at the moment. He was really just trying to tease me. So I think it was the next morning he did the same thing with the actual ring. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Bert. Uh, yeah, that, that's how he proposed. So he totally blew the surprise by thinking I already, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a goof. Well, it's good say? to know that he's always been the same and never, ever changed. <laughs> no, I have always said he is a nine-year-old teenager. So if you can just wrap your head around, he's nine years old in his brain. He has the hormones of a teenager. You're going to be okay. Uh, that's what I have to say to myself. I had one of my best friends on our wedding day, just met him at our wedding, came to me and said, he said, uh, he's a kid. He's going to always be a kid. So if you don't expect anything more of him than being a kid, you're going to be really happy and you're going to have so much fun. The minute you start thinking he needs to grow up, you're going to start having problems. So just keep it in mind. Your marriage will be great as long as you let him stay a kid. And it's probably the best piece of advice I've gotten because as you have kids and as you have financial problems and as parents get sick, my I, I think back to that and go, I can't expect more of him than he actually is. And to be realistic about your expectations. He always rises above what I expect anyway, especially in hard times. So he all he, the adult Bert does show up. It is there. Yeah. But I kind of make plans based on the nine-year-old teenager. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then the adult Bert will show up and I'll go, okay, yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you so much for all of the stories and telling me all about your life. I feel like I could sit here with you forever and talk. Um, I feel the same. Thank you for having me. I could talk to you forever. Yeah. I just, the first episode of this I watched, I was like, she is just the best thing ever. Thank you. I'm so happy for your success. Thank you so much. You deserve it. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Of course. Um, so we know that you have the podcast, Wipe of the Party. Mm -hmm. what, where else can people find you, watch you, learn more about you? My website's wifeotp.com. Um, I guess that's kind of it. Now, that's all I have going on right now is my podcast. So Wife of the Party. I love it. It's, uh, yeah, I love it. It's kind of all over the place, but, you know, so's life. Yeah. So.
Thank you. Cool. Well, it was so great meeting you. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thursday, baby. Are you really drinking a glass of milk with dinner? Thursday, I can't wait. You told your mom about me? Just say you're ready. Delete my number.